Life comes with many changes. Some are expected, some are unexpected, some positive, some challenging. But you don't have to navigate them alone. There are people who care and want to help. You're in the right place because I'm here to connect you with them. What is your next step? Making choices that involve change can be difficult. Where can you find the resources who have answers for your questions? Our team of experts and professionals can help you make informed decisions with less stress to help you manage these changes in your life easier. You'll also meet people just like you who share their stories to encourage you not to give up. Hi, I'm Dina Court, an author, blogger, publisher, and empowerment coach. Thank you for joining me today on the Life Changes channel podcast, where we'll cover topics around life changes that you might be facing in your career and education, health, finances, relationships, parenting, aging, real estate, lifestyle, loss, and personal growth. This show started out as a Divorce Magazine Canada podcast, but so much of the content could also apply even if you aren't dealing with a divorce or separation. So now it's Life Changes channel. There will still be lots of information to support you or someone you care about who is dealing with divorce or separation. I encourage you to go back and meet all the incredible guests in the earlier episodes. There is so much gold there. And hey, did you know we have a YouTube channel, a new Life Changes channel, and free magazines with articles from our team available across much of Alberta, as well as on our website, lifechangesmag.com. We also hold online divorce resource groups that are free to attend and everyone is welcome. Check out the links in the show notes and be sure to join us. We love bringing experts to you. Please refer to our terms of service available on our website, lifechangesmag.com and stay tuned at the end for the legal language. Ready? Here we go. Your thoughts, your feedback means so much and I've created a survey for you to let me know what you find helpful, where I can do better to help you and you have a chance to win one of several different gift cards when we name, put your name into a draw just for completing a quick survey and the link is in the show notes so I'd really appreciate if you could do that. Now today on the show I have a lovely lady, Joan Small, who is a certified synergy practitioner. Now, what she's going to talk to us about is what is your body telling you about the areas you need to heal and how you can heal? How can you listen to it better and and take care of yourself and heal? Let's meet her now. Hello, Joan. It is so lovely to have you with us here on the podcast today. And I have been very grateful for your presence in not only the magazine, but you have been a frequent contributor as our team in our divorce resource groups as well. And it's very, very much appreciated by anybody who's ever had the pleasure of spending that time with you because Mm -hmm. you're there out of the goodness and caring of your heart and wanting to help others and support them. So I want to preface that and just, uh, really show appreciation and gratitude for, you know, all that you've done to support others that way and support the work that we're doing. So others know they aren't alone. And, you know, there's people just like yourself who are out there who care and want to help them. So welcome to the show. This is the first of a series of podcasts we are going to do with you. 
And what I love is that you have identified some areas that people you've worked with struggle with and how they can find support and understanding around this. And I thank you for that. So please introduce yourself, tell us about you and, and some why in what has brought you doing, to doing the work that you do. Well, thank you, Dina. It's a pleasure. And it's, it's a pleasure to, to support the divorce resource because I myself has gone through a divorce and I understand it. And I, I know that a lot of the work that I do has to do with, with relationships. And of course, going through divorce and, and separation is a real change. There's, there's different relationship dynamics that do happen. Um, initially, I was a nurse, and then I was in an entrepreneurial business with my first husband uh, for quite a few years. And, and during that time, we devoted, a, a, invested a lot into self-development, motivation. Um, I taught leadership in public speaking. Um, we helped to host marriage encounter weekends. And when we sold our business, um, health is always at my heart and that's always been important to me but my perspective changed in the fact that I wanted to do something that encompassed the whole person which is the body mind emotions and spirit and that's when I discovered what is called the Rubenfeld synergy method and it's named by uh, after our um, the woman that developed the, the method Alana Rubenfeld and it was from her own journey. She was actually a conductor at Juilliard School of Music and developed very bad back spasms. And it was through her experience of, of her own healing that she ended up doing a lot of resourcing and developing the method, which would encompass the whole person. So um, body, mind, emotions, and spirit is just is so integral and beautiful work. And I've been doing it now for 20 years. And, and I love it. It's, it's very rewarding and, and beautiful work for people to experience. I love so the that holistic, was my beginning. Yes, I love the holistic <laughs> approach of that. I, I also came from a nursing background and I have found that when we do, yes, health is a focus and it's not just the physical health. And so that's what I find fascinating in the work that you do is you've learned a very holistic way of helping people to heal and be healthy. Right, right. And what can happen to us um, physically can affect us emotionally and vice versa. Whatever happens to emotionally can affect us physically in our bodies. So it's, I feel it's really important to address the whole, whole aspect. Um, you know, when, when we listen to, um, many or I have listened to many people and going through relationship issues. Um, one of the comments I often hear from people is just, you know, I want to get rid of him. I'm just, I'm so tired of it. I just, I've had enough, get me out of, you know, I want to get out of this relationship. And, you know, we are a story and we have developed our, our own story, our own book in our life. And, and we have many chapters that we have already created and experienced. And like a book, those chapters are always going to be there. And um, so that when you've had relationships, those experiences are going to be a part of you and you can't get rid of them. And I think that's where, where, where people 
feel get into this place of feeling powerless and and wanting to get out of something or they're unsure about making decisions because they're they're stuck and um I, I, I maybe you believe this too but human beings are very habitual <laughs> and you know we keep attracting the same types of situations or people in our lives and so it's really important to address our story in order to make changes and the way we do that is we have to become really aware of what's happening with us right now and the awareness can help with the change that's powerful um, yeah yes i you know i, I think it's just it, it's simple mm-hmm. <laughs> but powerful and you know each of us has our own physical and emotional habitual ways right and and we may not recognize them because we unconsciously take them on and a prime prime example is you know the families that we are um, our immediate families that we're born into and, and grow through and we pick up a lot of patterns and we develop a lot of patterns maybe for safety or we just don't even realize it it's just the everyday happenings and so what happens is it creates memories and those memories get held in the cellular structure of our bodies. So it's really, with the work that I do, it's really important to get in connection with the body in order to create awareness. And that's really different than where a lot of people think about healing because a lot of people think about through the mind and the thought process and not realizing that Whatever we say or do or, or um, what we speak or how we move is in our bodies and our body is speaking to us all the time. And it's a different thought process to go through. So, you know, I think we often want to complicate things. Sorry to jump yes. in here, but I just want to focus like, on what you said. Keep it simple. And learn to really tune into your body as well it's it is telling you something this is interesting yeah let me and maybe to help me explain this too let me give an example of of a client i'd worked with um this particular client was the first time she actually came in to see me and um she sat down in the chair in my my office and she started telling me about all the things that were happening in her life and it was like I ran out of fingers of all the things that, you know, had to do with her career, her creating a new business, her family, her, her marriage relationship, all that sort of thing. And so I invited her to lay down on my massage table. So my clients lay fully clothed on a synergy or massage table laying on their back. And I'm also aware of how people's posture is and how they present themselves. And so I look for that, too, when they, they lay down on the table. And, and I noticed that this woman had a lot. Her shoulders were just really hunched over. So I thought, I think she's got a lot going on there. So when she lay on the table, um, I was standing at the end of it. And I, I put my hands under her shoulders. Now, a big part of the work that I do when I do in, in-person uh, sessions is I do use touch. It's a gentle butterfly listening touch. So I just gently put my hands under her shoulders and I said to her, you know, of all the things that you have shared with me 
today, which one is priority for you to take a look at today? And she said, well, my husband, he's been a pain in the neck. And immediately I felt this movement go from her shoulders down into dissipating into her back. And she said to me, oh, my goodness, what was that? And I said, well, I'm thinking that might be connected with the pain in your neck and your husband. So then that started an opportunity then to for her to really go into a deeper place of what was in there, what was what, what that pain in the neck was all about. Um, it makes it so beautiful when you have the touch involved, because if we were just to talk about it and try to figure out how and to interpret it would be very different than the fact that I was able to feel that she was able to you feel it, it and she was able then to integrate and, and recognize it. Wow. This is me. This is really, this is, um, this is happening. This is, you know, I need to address this. Um, so, you know, that it's, it's, um, and, that, and I think that's what people can experience too when they're taking a look at these different habits that we have in our lives and what we're, what's, what's going on. When we can hone into a, a body part where they're carrying a lot of attentions, then the whole body it's it's like a ripple effect the whole body responds to it and because it's integrated for them personally then it's a healing process it's a healing opportunity so awareness is one of the first steps that you can start to identify what priorities you have for areas of your life that you have concerns or issues and instead of just feeling overwhelmed and that general sense of maybe panic, guilt, shame, exhaustion, whatever it might be to actually dig in and, and identify what some of those sources might be. And I find it interesting that you mentioned um, she just, she or whoever you work with when they say, I just want him or her out of my life. I just, I just want to get past that and, and be done with it and beyond it. And understanding that that is never going to be erased. It's not just a big eraser. That's just going to make that disappear, but learning to reconcile with it and understand, okay, this is going to be a part of me. So how can I, in a healthy way, accept that that is always going to be a part of me and I can then move beyond that you know life is all about relationships when you think of it um and and the number one relationship is your relationship with yourself and that's where the healing can start when it comes to other relationships when we learn about ourselves and um, have that awareness like you say awareness is is num is really key it's number one for sure and then how how do you walk people through this so that they can get to a healthier place? Well, um, it's going to vary for every individual situation, but one of the ways is that they will maybe bring in their um, experience, that their, their painful experience, and they'll share it with me. 
And they can even go to the extent of not just remembering the memory, but using their their um, imagination and, and using the visualization. And I do attempt to create, help them with the visualization of it. Because what it, we're doing is putting them more into the present moment. Because that's where healing happens, is in the present. And then we can, it opens the door so that together we can restructure, we can re-script these experiences. And they can take a look at it and say, well, how could maybe there's another way I could have handled that? Or what would I like to have seen done differently or whatever? It's what we just re-script it. And when they realize that they can do that, it's empowering. And then they can look at the, at the situation from a different perspective. Um, it's it's quite um, quite lovely for you know um, it's it's so lovely what the body speaks metaphorically to us and and we speak metaphorically you know like the incident I the client before where she said my husband's a pain in the neck well that's very metaphoric and and the body will um, and will speak in regards to connection with body parts because unconsciously that's what we know even though we try to think it away with our minds it's fascinating and it must be very interesting to witness when when people make that connection that what they're feeling in their body for me years and years over 30 years of of domestic abuse and I had this lump in my throat for years and years. Like I never sought medical attention around it. It didn't feel like it was something in that way, but that's where it manifested my trying to be silent, trying to keep the peace and be invisible. And I just, I would feel that in my throat. So that is a way that the body is manifesting it very literally. Yes, yes. And the, like you say, that lump of the throat, throat is almost like a stopper, isn't it? It's stopping you from expressing or, or it's, it's a safety. Your body's, it, it, the body goes into creating safety for you when you put into positions such as you were going through. Something that comes to mind is when you talk about people reimagining, revisiting, visualizing those situations in their lives, there's a couple things that I think fit here. And that is that we now are looking at that from a different perspective, not right in the moment when we were reacting and we were affected by it, but to look back at it with an open mind that maybe the way we felt at that time wasn't as accurate as, as it might have appeared then. And that maybe there's some things now in, in retrospect that we are more aware of that we can now plug into that vision and understand it better and there's an amazing television series it's actually i think it was on ctv or cbc which you don't typically i have to say find really great stuff sometimes but i have in the not too distant past found links for the show on youtube and it's called finding erica and i don't know if you've ever heard of it but mm -hmm. i would definitely encourage people to check it out and what she does in every episode is has an opportunity to go back in her life at a point where she has some regrets or wish something was different or is struggling to understand. And when she goes back, which is what you do with your clients, you're taking them back only in the show. She 
physically shows back up in that time in her life and replays gets to replay and relive that with the option that she can do it differently that time and spoiler alert um majority of the time i believe it's been years since i watched it that i could say entirely every episode is like this when she goes back she realizes that if she did it different that she has the regrets that she wished she could and now and now has that option she chooses to leave it as is with a and make peace with it and and i feel like that's maybe what you are offering with your clients and with people that you know with what we're saying to people is if you can go back and and revisit that reimagine it understand some of the other factors that you've maybe learned since mm-hmm. it could help you heal from that does that does that resonate oh yes you're right and i think what happens is it puts one into getting rid of the emotions and looking at it as a realistic situation and and that's what is also so helpful for people that are going through divorce or, or separation or whatever um they can be they can get the emotions aside and then start to make decisions in a realistic way um and there's so many so many avenues when it comes to this i mean there's there's so much that can happen in a session it just depends on the individual and what's going on but um it's it is very helpful when i can be there as a listener and i can recap and i can um you know you know, restate to them. So this is what you're saying and and bringing them out of that, the emotional space. Now the emotionals, it's important to get rid of those or get address them for sure. But then it puts them into a place of, okay, there's some reality here and, and I can figure this out. I can do this. And, and they are figuring it out themselves. I'm only there as a support for them. I never tell them this is what you should do they figure out and and it's it's through listening to the body which is a huge part of it um i i look at the body mind as one word mm. because it's so integrated right and it's the body mind emotions and spirit and 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 you're right um you know so much happens in early childhood for example a client of mine when she was a young girl felt she had to take on the responsibility of her of being the mother in her family. And when you find out that she's five years old and you bring her into the reality of of present day of, okay, you go to the playground and you look at a five-year-old girl, how much capacity does she have to be the mother in the family? And all the years that this woman had been down on herself because she couldn't handle the situation, but she was five. She wasn't a, a mother in her 20s and 30s. But that's the kind of pressure that people hold on to in their structure and, and affects them and how they then relate in relationships in, in their life. And that's a lot of time where you get a lot of parents that are so afraid of letting go of their kids or being those helicopter mothers. Mm-hmm. You know, because... They are still in that five-year-old place. They're not in that 30-year-old mother that they actually are. And those emotions build a lot of fear. 
yeah. you know, what you're expressing fear for their children and they're still carrying the fear they held and projecting That's that true. onto their, their families. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. So if you were to, if, if anybody is listening and, and this resonates with them and they're thinking, Oh my goodness. Yes. Uh, I have had experiences or I am feeling some messages from my body. What's a couple things that you would advise or suggest that they might want to try to just help them get past that or to work on that? Um, you know, I think the first thing is the awareness of it. And um, sometimes I, what I think when people are learning to listen to the body, they really need the support of somebody else to get them familiar with their ways of doing it and then supporting them. Um, it's hard. It's, unless one is really connected with your body, it's really hard to listen to it. And so it's getting rid of those barriers that kind of stop us, getting rid of the thought processes, that sort of thing, to get to the place where you can really listen to the body. Um, I hate to say that we can, there are hints, but I think the number one thing is maybe listening to it. What it, what happens? What happens like you, Dina, you notice within your throat the, how it spoke to you. And it probably, I don't know if you, how long did it take you to catch on to that, that awareness? It was toward the end of those 30 some years. Yeah. When I was feeling like maybe there was going to be some freedom. And I needed to address that because it, it was scaring me. And, and I think, you know, you feel powerless. Like, how can I, how can I get beyond this? I don't know what to do. My, I'm experiencing this in my body and it's, mm -hmm. it creates some fear. Is this a physical uh, issue related to my health? Or is this something that is my body trying to protect myself in, in a different way? Yeah. So it took you 30 years to be able to, to get to that place, mm -hmm. um, and um, and that happened with the change that was going on too, where you finally had that freedom, and you thought, "Oh my goodness, it's it's not there now." Mm -hmm. Whereas, wouldn't it have been lovely to been able to caught it before that? That's hindsight. We know that. Um, you know, I had a, a client just just not long ago on, on a phone session where she had the same kind of thing in her throat. Now hers, but I couldn't say same thing because hers was maybe a little different than yours. But it was there. The throat is a an amazing place for holding on because that's our expressive place, right? And when we're not allowed to express, that's where we where we get throat situations. But she had this little lump in there too. And and so what we have what we did is we really went into that little, we just really honed in on it and said, let's describe it. What is it doing? What is it like? Does it have a color even, you know? And, and through the course of her going through this process of, of paying attention to this uh, clog in her throat, she suddenly said, and I, and I said, does it have a message? Is it saying anything? And she said, well, it, it's not, I don't know if it really is, but it just keeps hanging on. And I, that's a trigger for me. <laughs> And so I immediately went to her and I said, okay, what are you hanging on to in your life right now? 
or maybe someone else is hanging on to you. I don't know. But then that led us into the session of the of the healing process and her awareness of why that was there. Like I said, things that happen in our body, the body responds to fight or flight and it's going in to create safety for you. And so it's going to have these little indications. And, and when you have pain, when a person has pain in, in this session with me, it, we don't work at getting rid of the pain. We work at working through the pain because the pain is a real, it's communicating to us. I mean, if we, you know, stubbed our toe and if we didn't have pain, we could really <laughs> have some real injury problems <laughs> with our toe, you know. Um, so pain is really an important communicator for us. I think what message I get from this is to be curious, ask some questions, and don't just ignore those signals from our body. Yeah. Start looking at it and under trying to understand, describe it, see what else is there. And somewhere in there is the message that your body is is sending. And like you say, to to help someone work through that journaling can help but also to to have someone that you trust or like yourself who's trained to help guide you through this discovery and as you verbalize it if you may not hear that me message you're you probably will say it and then someone will pick up on it like you did and yeah. and say well what what about this part of that description does that is there something there that might be that message and I mm -hmm. think that's, that's really important. And I want to, something else that came to mind, again, another author is uh, Byron Katie and the work, and you're probably very familiar with it, but the, the one part that, that I want to mention here is the story that we are telling ourselves and how that traps us in, it, it, we get stuck and we keep telling us ourselves a certain story about a situation or about ourselves. And if we pause and go, okay, but is that true? Is it like 100% absolutely true? And if it isn't, who could I be? What life could I live if I quit believing that story? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and a real typical story is, is um, again, in relationships about some people will sit back and wait for the spouse that has really created the problems in their relationship for them to change. And um, we can't change others, right? No. And, and um, you know, I, I went through that myself with, with my own husband. He was, he was bipolar and he was an alcoholic. And I would, and, and I will admit, I would blame him. He's the one that's got to change. He's got the problem and I'm just going to take care of everything and make sure that everything's okay in the family and all that sort of thing. And then I had a, a, a I was actually towards the end of my training and Alana did a demo session with me in front of all my classmates. And after she, you know, gently placed her hands and, and checked my head and shoulders and, and that sort of thing. And, and listened to my conversation because she's listening to how my body's responding to what I'm saying. And then she said, you know, you're in love with his potential. 
And oh boy, right now I I'm even getting shivers in my body. I'm goosebumped. <laughs> yes, I'm goosebumped too. And that's how many years ago. And it was like a life-changing thing, awareness for me. And I went home and I realized I can't change him. And he's not capable of changing himself because he's not well. And and I'm putting all this pressure on him to change. And he's, he's it's not going to happen. But I can change myself. And I owe it for me and what I want in my life and my future. And I owed it to my, my daughters that what is a healthy relationship and what isn't a healthy relationship. So the realization that I had with that, I can still remember how my body felt back then, like, oh, my God, the shivers. But also it was just like, okay, I am, you know, I've, I've got a future here. And I, I know now what I need to do. And I gained my, my power. I regained my power. And that's a, that's a huge thing that I want to, to give my clients to is that they can leave after the sessions feeling empowered. Um, but yeah, I mean, being in love with the potential, it was huge. And, and the aspect of, we can't, we can't change others. We can leave. It's like the old story. You can leave the horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I want to make sure that people uh, can find you. So I will be sharing your contact information in the show notes. And for anyone watching on YouTube, you can see here in Divorce Magazine Canada, these are currently on shelves. Uh, you will actually find them, they're free. So you'll find them where free publications are displayed. And here's Joan. She's got two pages in here that tells more about what she does and gives you some information there's contact information there as well. Be sure and reach out if you would like to learn more about Joan or work with her. And she is a frequent flyer in our online divorce resource groups. Those are free and available to the public. You can join from the comfort and safety of your own home or whatever space that you want to join us. And we will have you back because we have other topics that we're going to talk about and help people to understand who they are, where they are, what's their body saying and where might they be stuck that, that you have some, some encouragement and some tips to, to get them moving along and, and find a healthier way of living. Thank you, Dina. It's been a, been a real pleasure today. I like that word frequent flyer. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. Uh, well, that's kind of how it feels. We're online and it's, Kind of like yeah. we just drop in from wherever we are in our life that day and we show yeah. up and, and support people. It's, yeah, it's a beautiful it's thing. Great. It is a beautiful <laughs> thing. That's right. For sure. Hopefully you heard something today that helps you wherever you might be in life. Do you have questions or a suggestion for a topic you want to know more about? Let me know. Check the show notes for all the contact information. Follow this podcast and find us on social. Know anyone who might find this information helpful? Be a friend and share it. And hey, thank you for hanging out with me today. Keep smiling that beautiful smile. The world needs your sunshine. It means a lot that you spend this time with us and meet our experts and professionals who can help you through whatever life changes you're facing. Please refer to our terms of service available on our website, 
lifechangesmag.com. The link is in the show notes. Our disclaimer, Divorce Magazine Canada, Life Changes Magazine and Channel, and Divorce Resource Groups are intended to educate and provide quality, credible resource information. The contents should not be used as factual until consultation with the appropriate professionals for any guidance. Divorce Magazine Canada, Life Changes Magazine, and Life Changes Channel, as well as the Divorce Resource Groups, do not constitute endorsements for, nor liability, for any claims made in the presenting of this information.